The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show that has made it back from Iowa. <laughs> My name is Greg Tepper. <laughs> I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating his 63rd birthday today. Happy birthday to Joe Montana. Nice. Hmm. It's not Joe Montana. I checked. I, I know. It's I Joe Montana, say, the quarterback. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, he is 63. Um, yeah, I did. I made it back. First four through the door, Matt McSpadden, Guy Frazier, Rob Hadaway, and Jacob John. What's up, y'all? Right off the top, the reason we did it, because I've been getting tweets about it. Uh, why didn't you release the 3A pre- the ranking yesterday? Yeah. Um, yeah Max was Max was stranded in Iowa. That's my fault. Um, and how long did it take you to get home? Like, from when you started trying to go home? <laughs> Too long. My flight out of Des Moines on Sunday night was at 7 o'clock mm-hmm. or just before then. And, I, and as many people in Dallas know, everything was canceled. All the things were ended here in Dallas. Mm-hmm. I, if, from Des Moines, it seemed like you guys might be dead. That's that's how it well, sounded. That's how bad it sounded here. It was rough. Seven hundred big se- weather rolled through. Yeah. So so the context that's important is seven hundred flights out of DFW and into DFW were canceled on Sunday afternoon and night. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So when my flight is canceled, my options were go to Chicago the next morning, mm-hmm. and then the, literally the American Airlines lady said you can figure it out from there. Not what you want to hear. <laughs> you can figure it out from there. Yeah, That's like great. like you'll just have to find another American flight somewhere. Like that just you stick out a thumb. Yeah. Right. So it's not like <laughs> it's just going. our Des Moines flight. It's all the people trying to get back to Texas that I'm fighting against if I do that. Right. No thanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, or we could wait a full day for the same flight that would happen the next night mm-hmm. at like seven o'clock yeah. out on Monday night. No. Not. You're not trying. Not because if that flight doesn't go. Yeah, I I guess I live in Des Moines now. Again. Yeah, like I, I live here. I've come full circle in my life. So I took my refund, mm-hmm. rented a car, and told my wife we're going. And okay. so we drove to Wichita on Sunday night, which was awful. Oh God! Stayed in Wichita, slept for about four and a half hours in Wichita, and then got in the car again yesterday and busted down here and got home at like four thirty, and I fell asleep. And then I woke up, and then I went back to sleep. Des Moines to Wichita sounds like a horror film. It's about five and a half, six hours. And <sighs> I got it. We got in about 2.30 in the morning. <sighs> and then it's about another six hours from there to here. Where I, then I had to go to the car rental place at DFW to drop out my car rental. Of then course. take a shuttle to go get my car, yeah. which I had left. So Jeez. I'm back. <laughs> uh, Welcome back, all, Max. That's all that matters. And sing to my right, the U.S. women's national team to my U.S. men's national team, our West African <laughs> prince, it's Ishmael Johnson. <laughs> Hello. Hello. One is good and one is bad. Yeah. And you can Google Hilariously it to figure out what's bad. Uh, right but now. the good one plays today at wh- 1 o'clock? 3. 3. Or 2. Around then. <laughs> 1, I 2, think, or 3. So I think Fox's pregame starts at 1, and they're yeah. trying to get people to tune in, and I think the game actually starts at 2. Okay. Uh, 2. Game. Yeah. game kicks at 2. Uh, U.S. versus 
Thailand. They're going for five or six they are Thailand. F- they are five-goal favorites, <laughs> which is kind of astonishing in any soccer match. Yeah. Um, Pour it on. Let's go. Today is Tuesday, June 11, 2019, 170 days to Thanksgiving, episode 768, 768, the number of at-bats for Todd Zeal in his last year's Texas Oh, former New York Mets great. Mm. On today's show, guys, it's 3A day. We are finally unveiling our 3A rankings. We're going to talk about the 3A preview uh, coming up here in a minute. And then back half of the show, a legitimate Dave Campbell's Texas football debate. Yeah, it's a summertime debate, right? This is a summertime debate. This is a summertime debate. Uh, This is a, a segment that we're going to call... Uh, it's June, and we saw this, and we argued about it, so now we're going to argue about it with you. Yeah, because I think this is one our group will get behind. Yes, yeah. so we will discuss that coming up here at the back half of the show. First and foremost, though, happy 3A day. Today yeah. we are discussing the 3A preview in the 2019 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. The magazine will hit store shelves the first week in July. If you want it mailed to you directly, hopefully early. I can't promise it, unfortunately, at this point because that ship has sailed, but uh, we'll put it in the mail for you as soon as possible. If you want that, you can become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Uh, it's $19.95 plus shipping and handling for the first year, $24.95 plus shipping and handling for each year after that. Uh, but we'll mail it directly to you. You also get a year's worth of exclusive online content and a recruiting magazine. It's all sorts of good stuff. Mm-hmm. So, let's get going on the 3A preview. Would you like to reveal first and foremost the cover boys? Ooh, the Ooh. cover boys. See what I did there? Uh, for the 3A preview, the cover boys of yeah. the 2019 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football are Jack and Bill Ketting, uh, the safety duo at uh, Canadian. Of course, the sons of uh, Canadian coach Chris Ketting. Mm-hmm. And... This is a it's a very interesting story about these guys and and what one of the things I focused on is um I've I I maintain that there are only actually three families in uh in Canadian. It's yeah. the, like they all have the same last names because it seems like it's just the same uh guy cuz it is a small town. Uh but uh, what it was like growing up growing up Ketting uh in Canadian uh and and what they mean to the program and how they've kind of grown into more than just coaches kids. Uh, they have grown into legitimate standout defenders uh for this Canadian team and they hope to ride uh ride that defense to a title in 2019. So uh I wrote the 3A coverboy story about Bill and Jack Ketting. Mm-hmm. Uh the 3A preview was penned by our own Max Thompson. That Hello Max. For the fourth year in a row. Yeah. I don't know. 4A and 3A are my are my baby each year and i had a lot of fun uh the theme of the third 3a preview is kind of about uh not a lot of change year over year as far as who we think is going to be good mm-hmm. but some big changes in head coaching roles mm-hmm. uh i talked to coach ebner over at grandview about taking over for coach davis and uh if he's freaking out and he said no he's, <laughs> he's feeling pretty good he loves their team if you if you didn't know the zebras are mostly back and we'll get to them in a little bit but Coach Ebner taking over for Coach Davis, he's he's been a coach there for 14 years. So number first and foremost, just psyched to be the head coach of the Zebras and to uh, it, it's a place that he calls home now, mm-hmm. and he's thrilled to you know be taking on this challenge, and that was a lot of fun. And then on the Division Two side, I talked to this kid Drew Johnston. I think he's going to be good. Uh, head coach at uh, <laughs> head coach at Newton. And uh, course, what history does that? I don't know. Or? I don't know. Uh, fourth coach in 56 years, by the way. That's that crazy. That's amazing. That's insane. And uh, he 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 feels it, but he's excited. Mm-hmm. Um, talked to him a little bit uh, not too long after his father passed, and you know, uh, not a tough, co- not a fun conversation to have. But also, uh, you know, 
couldn't have left under better circumstances in the end. Uh, they had a lot of great talks, and, and Drew doesn't feel like he's on an island, right? He's got mm-hmm. a whole community yeah. around him. And uh, and and in his words, as he said, I don't think I got this into the quote, but I think it, or into the story, but I think it's good. He said, uh, "Yeah, I'm the head coach now, but I've been in the job for about mm-hmm. two years." Yeah. And, and you know, his he said his dad's always been there to motivate the kids and and do that part, but the day to day that his dad just did not have the energy to do with 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 battling the illness. Mm-hmm. Uh, he feels ready to do the job, uh, you know, and and he knows uh, that that there's uh, going to be a bullseye on their back and that there's high expectations. I do think, I don't want to speak for him, but my impression was he really felt like people were going to be calling them underdogs. Mm. And we don't tell them where we're going to rank them. <laughs> so as you'll They're see, ranked. As you'll see in a minute. <laughs> They're on the list. Coach, coach was, was pretty much, oh, you know, these, get, these kids are fired up. People think they can't do it. Well, Coach... <laughs> I don't know if you're going to like us more or hate us by the time this uh, segment's over, but... Uh, They're ranked, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's not a big drop-off uh, for them this year. Um, and then I wanted to talk to Coach Ketting at Canadian. Someone had already talked to him and mm-hmm. taken up all the, mm-hmm. uh, the airtime <laughs> from me, so I couldn't. But uh, yeah, it's going to be an exciting year, to say the least, and those were two fun conversations for me to have. Let's get into our 3A rankings. The 3A top 10s in 2019 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. We'll start with 3A Division 1. Of course, you can find expanded rankings, the top 25 in each division, in the 2019 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, which hits store shelves the first week in July and will be in for subscribers, for insiders, uh, should arrive for them first the third week in June. So you should get it early. So our 3A Division 1 and start with number 10, to Region 3 we go, and the East Chambers Buccaneers. Fresh off of a quarterfinal run and a one-point heartbreaking loss to eventual state champion Grandview, uh, East Chambers uh, does lose 21 seniors, and they're going to have to replace a lot on that defense uh, that in many ways led the way for the Buccaneers last year. But I think that this team is reloaded. I think they got plenty of offense to make this thing hum, and I think that they're going to be a team to be reckoned with there in the in Region, th- region 3, which of course is loaded. Yeah, but and, and people forget how close that game was between them and Grandview uh, late in the playoffs mm-hmm. last year. And and token, talking to Coach Ebner, he felt like the guys that are coming back are underrated, mm-hmm. and the guys that, that, that left are, are not as hard to replace as you yeah. might think. He, <laughs> he looks at the Buccaneers. He had me wondering if we had them ranked too low already out of the gate. That's, yeah. that's how he was making it sound. Number nine. A familiar fo- or a fam- familiar team to this uh, to this uh, to the rankings, the Franklin Lions. Uh, Coach Mike Hedrick is at it again. A new 300 game winner uh, after a run to a regional semifinal, and of course another victim, close victim uh, to Grandview in a regional semifinal. This is a team uh, that brings back nine starters overall. They feel really good about their running game with Datron Dixon leading the way, and uh, more importantly, they've got some guys coming back from a nine and one JV team. Uh, Franklin is number 9 in the 2019 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Our first Region 4 team clocks in at number 8. It's the Goliad Tigers. A regional semifinalist from last year came up short to Yoakum. This is a team uh, that brings back 11 starters. Uh, they, they bring back a lot of guys that they feel like are going to make it an, an impact uh, for this team. Should be, uh, I think the, the level of expectation there in Goliad stays the same. They expect to contend for the Region 4 title. We think they will contend for the Region 4 title. The Goliath Tigers start the year number 8 in Dave Campbell's Texas football. 
Number seven to East Texas we go. The Gladewater Bears clock in at number seven in Dave Campbell's Texas football after an 11-2 season uh, that came up short to Malakoff in a regional semifinal. Uh, this is a team that brings back a fair amount of their defense, uh, which I think got better as the season went along and has a chance to be very good this year. Uh, I expect this team to be uh, to be really solid uh, and solid in all the ways you expect Gladewater to, to be. They, they are tough. They are physical. They want to outman you. That is what's going to come up for uh, Gladewater as they clock in at number six seven in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number six, let's talk about the Brock Eagles. They took clock in at number six, the state semifinalist from a year ago. Um, this is a team that for the first time in a long time, we're talking maybe ever, literally ever, we might be talking about a rebuilding year uh, for Brock, uh, bringing back just five starters uh, from last year. They lose 19 outstanding lettermen that were so critical to that program's success over the last four years. Uh, but, They've got one of the best coaches in the state, in Chad Worrell. He's going to get those boys going. Um, we have questions because they do have so few returners coming back. Mm -hmm. But Brock will start the year number five, or no, rather number six, in Dave Campbell's Texas football. To number five, we go in 3A Division One. Let's go south to Yoakum. The Bulldogs of Yoakum start the year number five in Dave Campbell's Texas football, a state semifinalist from a year ago, uh, and another team with a lot of rebuilding to do. Uh, they bring back just five starters from last year's team. 22 outstanding lettermen are gone. Uh, but again, kind of like Brock, um, we trust the coaching staff so much down there at Yoakum to get the guys they have on campus pointed in the right direction and to be a contender. We think they are a prime contender and arguably the team to beat in Region 4. Yoakum starts the year number 5 in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number 4, you thought they were just going to go away? Mm -mm. The Cameron Yo Yeoman <laughs> clock in at number 4 in Dave Campbell's Texas football. And last year, uh, a run to a regional, or a, rather a run to a regional semifinal, that is, uh, we thought was just the first step in kind of a, a redemption tour of Cameron Yo. Uh, I don't think they're going away. I think this is a team that, that does have some holes to fill, uh, but I think that they've got a lot of guys on the offense that they feel really, really good about, and especially uh, with reinforcements from an 8-2 and two JV team. We really like what Cameron Yo has coming back. They start the year number four in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Let's stir the pot a little bit. Number three. The Atlanta Rabbits Ooh. start the year number three in Dave Campbell's Texas football. And this is a team that got hot late and stayed hot. A team that ran all the way uh, to a uh, uh, to a regional final last year after a pretty lackluster uh, regular season. This was a team Matt Stepp and I were high on all year long. It started off really, really slow, but found their footing as the year went on. I love what Coach Matt McClure's got cooking there. I think that they've got a number of big-time offensive juggernaut playmakers like Cade Wood and Caleb Hamilton and Dre Nelson. This is the team that I think is a legit contender there in Region 2. They start Atlanta starts year number 3 in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Of course, to get out of Region 2, they'll have to get past number 2. <laughs> the Malakoff Tigers, a state runner-up from a year ago, uh, was, I think, a year early. Um, a team that, that brings back so much uh, from last year's team, especially on the defensive side. I think there's a fair chance that their defense is even better this season. I really love what Jamie Driscoll is building out there at Malakoff. Speed, speed, and more speed. They've got a lot of guys, and in a lot of ways, I think they're going. if they can just stay healthier, if they can stay healthy, they're going to be a team to keep an eye on. Malakoff starts the year number two in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Which leads, less, blah, 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 <laughs> which leads us to the number one team in 3A Division Two to start the year in Dave Campbell's Texas football. The Grandview Zebras, the defending state champs, will start the year atop Dave Campbell's Texas football rankings, and it's easy to see why. They bring back 
18 starters from last year's team. And I've got to tell you, a lot of these guys are juniors this year. Yep. They were arguably two years early last year. Yep. But love what they got the quarterback position in Dane Yench, who is, of course, uh, the state ch- championship game MVP on both sides. Uh, they have the Demetrius Crownover kid, who is really special. Mm-hmm. This is a loaded team. Even with a coaching change and Coach Ryan Ebner, uh, look, you don't replace a guy like, like Brad Davis overnight, and I think Ryan Ebner would admit that. But he's a guy who knows that system, and these kids are super comfortable with. Matt, Max, I think you, in, in talking with him, you okay. felt like there was a pretty smooth transition in the coaching change? Very smooth transition, and, and I think the most important part was of having Coach Davis last year and Ebner taking over now is they, were, they got there for the first time last year, and they talked so much about uh, not getting lost in the moment. Mm-hmm. Well, that won't be hard now. No. They did everything that you could do on your first try. So now it's business as usual. Let's just go out there and keep winning football games. And that's bad news for the rest of 381. And so the Grandview Zebras start the year number one in 3A Division One in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Of course, remember expanded rankings in the 2019 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas football. Top 25s for each region. Of course, predictions for every district uh, in, the, in the state. We predict every team's place in their district. Often much to the chagrin of the people reading the magazine. But that's our job. All right, let's get to 3A Division 2. 3A Division 2 now, and let's start with a team that I don't think people are paying a lot of attention to. Right off the bat, we're starting with a sleeper. Mm. Number 10, the Tidehaven Tigers clock in at number 10 in Dave, Dave Campbell's Texas football. A team with the very odd 7-7 seven and seven record from a year ago brings back eight starters on both sides of the ball, including one of, the uh, one of I think, the rising stars in the state in Blake Garcia, their quarterback, mm-hmm. uh, who stepped in, was 4-1 and one as their starting quarterback last year. Think when he, As he takes over the full-time kick, I think he's in for a big year. The defense led by Joey Kaser. If you don't know about this Tidehaven Tigers team, you should familiarize yourself. Uh, they're, they're in a loaded Region 4, but we think that they are a team to be reckoned with. Tidehaven begins the year number 10 in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number nine, the Cisco Lobos, the first of a handful of Region 1 teams to be in the top 10 of Dave Campbell's Texas football. The Cisco Lobos start the year number nine uh, after a a terrific regular season and then uh, a baffling uh, playoff loss uh, to kind of Cinderella darling Spearman. Um, this is a team that we think is going to be uh, pretty solid. Now, they have some holes to fill, especially on the offensive side. That's a place that we have a little bit of concern for them. But Cisco is a team that you can set your watch by. Cisco will be a team to be reckoned with in Region 1. They start the year number 9 in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Let's stay in Region 1. Let's talk about the number 8 Abernathy Antelopes, clocking in at number 8 in Dave Campbell's Texas football. A run to a state quarterfinal a year ago before falling uh, to Canadian in one of the closest games Canadian played all year. They have holes to fill elsewhere, but they have the most important part back, and that's quarterback Bryson Daly. Uh, Pretty much a four-year starter there uh, for Abernathy. We think that they are going to uh, ride him all the way to a deep, deep run. Keep an eye on Abernathy. They start the year number eight in Dave Campbell's Texas football. From Region 1 to Region 2, let's talk about the number 7 Clifton Cubs. Uh, after a fantastic year under Coach, uh, under coach uh, Chuck Caniford last year, we think that they are in for even bigger things after an 11-1 season. Last year came up very short, or just short, uh, to, uh, to holiday in an area round. Uh, this is a team bringing back 11 starters from last year's team. Feels like they're going to be very strong because of an outstanding senior class returning that got a taste of what success is like. We think they're in for more. Clifton starts the year number 7 in Dave Campbell's Texas football. 
The team that knocked out Clifton starts the year number six. That's the Holiday Eagles clocking at number six in Dave Campbell's Texas football. A run to a state quarterfinal a year ago. This is a team that brings back 13 starters and we feel like has a lot of guys in the backfield that are going to be great. Actually, a pretty decent amount of depth on the defense as well. I really like what Holiday's got coming back. Uh, if they can fill in uh, a little bit of places on the offensive and defensive line, they could really, really cook. Holiday starts the year number five, six rather, in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Into the top five to East Texas we go, and the Dangerfield Tigers are number five in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Nine and four a year ago brings back half their team. Six uh, six starters on both sides of the ball, and, and a team that, that I think got better as the year went on. A team that you didn't, that it depended on where you play, when you played them, but a team you did not want to catch late. Uh, a team that, of course, is going to have a ton, ton, ton of speed, and we think is going to be have a lot of, of big time playmakers uh, coming up for them, especially out of a uh, uh, coming off of a ten and zero undefeated uh, uh, JV team. So keep an eye on Dangerfield. Really like what they have cooking. They're number five in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number four. It's the Gunner Tigers, a 14-1 team a year ago. They've got some of the pieces that you really like, especially I think that they've still got a lot of guys on the defense, plus I believe Ethan Everson, their quarterback, is back for another run. But they are losing some transcendent playmakers who helped shape this program, most notably Dylan Jantz, who's at? Texas State. Texas State, thank you. <laughs> uh, Dylan Jantz is gone. They're going to need to replace some playmakers. Uh, we have the utmost respect for Jake Fizell here. Uh, we are we are Jake Fizell stands, um, and I will say that uh, uh, there are few coaches in the state that I would trust with a rebuild, mm -hmm. a rebuild, quote unquote, uh, than Jake Fizell. Gunner starts the year number four in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number three. To Region 4 we go once again. The favorite in Region 4, the East Bernard Bramas. And this could be the year uh, for the Bramas. I really love what they have coming back uh, after, a, after a very narrow semifinal loss to eventual state champion Newton. Uh, this is a team that I think is loaded for bear. That slot T offense is really hard to stop, and you know the style of defense they're going to play. Hard-hitting, physical, and, and separate you from the football. They have some holes to fill on the defensive side, and I want to see what they do up front offensively. But East Bernard, in my mind, starts the year as the favorite to come out of Region 4. They start the year number three in Dave Campbell's Texas football. By the way, you were wrong about uh, Everson. He's gone too. Oh my gosh, he's so, gone too. So Gunter's going to have a lot of new faces. Gunter's has some <laughs> new faces. And now kind of the question, right? Because there's two teams left, and I think that I think anybody who pays attention to 3A Division 2 um, understands who these two teams are. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you that this was a huge debate Probably the biggest one we this had. This was the biggest the rankings debate we had yeah. in uh, when we were putting together the magazine. Uh, we went back and forth. We argued about it. Uh, but here we go. The number two team in Dave Campbell's Texas football, the Canadian Wildcats, the state runner-up from a year ago, uh, brings back a lot of the defense. Uh, and uh, but they do have to replace a quarterback. They have to replace some key pieces on the offensive side. Uh, that said, uh, this is a team that wakes up, that rolls out of bed and wins 14 games. <laughs> I mean, well, Chris Ketting, Chris Ketting has somehow found a way to be one of the more underrated coaches in the state. Yeah. Yeah. This Canadian team is going to be in the mix. This is a team that we expect, we have predicted to go to back to another state championship game. They start the year the favorite in a loaded Region 1. Mm -hmm. Absolutely loaded Region 1. Um, they start the year number 2 in Dave Campbell's Texas football, and if you want to put them number 1, I wouldn't blame you. But that leaves the number 1 team in the state, the defending state champs, two-time defending state champs, the Newton Eagles. Um, so, Newton 
Newton's got some rebuilding to do themselves. In fact, they lose one of the most decorated senior classes, I think, in the state at any level. I mean, when you talk about the guys that they're losing, most you know, most notably, you know, uh, they, they lose Josh Foster, uh, they lose Darwin Barlow, they lose a lot of those key guys who have made those. James Sylvester's back. Yes, yeah. Yeah. they do He's bring back. back James Sylvester, and they feel like they have a lot of guys who are ready to step up and be those playmakers, the guys to who are going to step up, and so. In a lot of ways, I'll pull back the curtain on these rankings. I think it's I think it's Newton it, Newton I think Newton and, and East Bernard or rather Newton and Canadian are in a class by themselves. In my opinion, mm-hmm. I think those are consensus the number one and number two teams in three A Division two. And I do not fault anybody who wants to switch those. In the end, we looked at what each team is replacing. And we saw it was it's pretty similar, mm-hmm. you know, as far as an impact is concerned of what these teams are replacing. Um, as a result, what ended up being the tiebreaker in our conversation is you got to give the nod to the defending champs. Mm-hmm. That's basic. That's basically the only thing separating these two teams. We think that they are. Uh, we think they're destined for a a, a, a rematch at AT and T Stadium. Uh, but the Newton Eagles start the year number one in Dave Campbell's Texas Football in three A Division two. Of course, expanded rankings in the 2019 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. It hits store shelves first week in July. If you want to try to get it early, become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. TexasFootball.com/insider. Uh, you get two mag. 2019 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football mailed directly to you. You also get uh, the 2019 recruiting edition, which comes out in December. You also get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com, including computer rankings of every team in the state. See where every team in the in, in the state ranks uh, from uh, all of the, all of Class 6A all the way to the, the private school ranks. You get that. Uh, you got computer uh, projections of every Texas high school football game. Uh, you get premium podcasts like Tep and Step, our premium high school football insider podcast. You also get uh, access to our archives, our digital archives. If you want to check out the 1960 edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football digitally, you can at texasfootball.com slash archives. Archive, rather. You also get access to our recruiting site, texasfootball.com slash recruiting. Great stuff from our friends at Next Level Athlete and Greg Powers. Uh, all that lo- all that stuff. $19.95 for the first year plus shipping and handling. Uh, you all, and then for the second year, it's $24.95 plus shipping and handling. So it's a promo price in the first year, $19.95. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider right now at texasfootball.com slash insider. <clears throat> okay, so there's the 3A rankings. <laughs> now it's twelve twenty-eight. Um, two, two A's tomorrow, right? Two A's tomorrow. We're yeah. doing two A tomorrow. We're doing two A tomorrow, and then we're off for like three days, three shows, because I've got to skip town. Oh, okay. Um, you didn't know that? Nah, yeah, I'm, I'm I don't. Not, I don't pay attention. I'm not Thursday, Friday, and Monday. No. Oh, okay. Um, so right. this guy. Anyway, boy, you don't want to know the shows me and Ish are gonna do. <laughs> Greg so Tepper's an idiot. So, <laughs> so you're just reading comments. Cool. <laughs> um, so let's get to uh, a Dave Campbell's Texas football debate and something that I believe has. I don't want to. Be, I don't want to go over the top here. I think this has caused an irreparable chasm, <laughs> mm-hmm. a rift well, that has that. ripped through the Dave Campbell's Texas football office. That seems excessive. And what we're talking about <laughs> is a tweet that was sent out by um, creator of the or writer on the office. I don't think he's a creator. Writer on the office, creator of Parks and Rec, and creator of The Good Place, Michael Schur. Of course, at Ken Tremendous on Twitter. And he sent out uh, what I think is a pretty, a pretty simple question. Yeah, he sent out a map. Yep. And we're it's gonna put, up on the screen. We're putting it's a map up on, up on the screen right now. Uh, it divides the United States and Canada and Mexico. Uh, well, parts of Canada and Mexico. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Into four, four, four regions. Regions. Yeah. Into four regions. The labeled one, 
two, three, and four. One for the podcast. Yeah. Uh, you can check it out. We, uh, I tweeted it yesterday uh, at DCT, or I'm sorry, at Tepper. Uh, the f- Region 1 encompasses the Pacific Northwest, uh, the Dakotas. Uh, it, it includes the northern part of Colorado, including Boulder. It includes Salt Lake City. It includes the northern part of California, um, all the way over to Nebraska, uh, and, and so on. Region 2 is kind of the upper Midwest. So we're talking a lot of Minnesota, a lot of Michigan, all of Michigan. Minneapolis, Chicago, yes. Milwaukee, Detroit. These are all included. Yes. Mm-hmm. But the big ones right. are you get New York. Mm-hmm. Yep. You get um, Toronto. Yep. You get Montreal. You get, yep. uh, you get uh, all, of those, all of those things. It's a lot of the Northeast. It's the yep. entire Northeast, basically. Yep. Region 3 is what we would probably call the Southwest. You right. get uh, L.A. And, yeah. and San Diego. Yep. Uh, you also get um, the southern part of Utah. You get the entirety of Arizona, the entirety Las Vegas. of New Mexico. You get you get Las Vegas, the southern part of Nevada. You get Denver. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, you also get um, uh, most of Kansas. Yeah. You get most of uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. and Or you get Oklahoma City. Uh, Oklahoma, basically over to Oklahoma City. Yeah. And then you also get... The DFW north and Panhandle. The northern North Texas and the Panhandle. North yeah. Texas and the Panhandle. Yeah. Let's go with it. North Texas and the Panhandle. Yeah. Region four is everything else. Yeah. Region four southeast. is the southeast. Deep so south. it's yeah. the rest of Texas, not yeah. including El Paso. You yeah. get El Paso is in region yeah. three. Uh, you get Austin, Houston, you get all of Louisiana, Arkansas, Missouri, the southern part of everything in, in Illinois except Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, you get all of Indiana, you get almost all of uh Ohio, mm-hmm. you get Virginia, the Carolinas, Georgia, Florida, etc. Yeah. Plus, you get Hawaii and Alaska. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a it gets thrown in at the end. It Hawaii does. and Alaska is a pretty big deal. Yeah. So, the question that was posed. Yeah. You have to live in one of these four regions. Can't visit the others. And you can never go to any of the other three regions. Right. Which region are you picking? And this is a debate that has again, it's torn the office apart. Um, it's torn the slack apart. It's torn yeah. the slack really apart. Know. We actually probably should have re- and, asked the rest of the And office. here's what here's yeah. what I want to say. I'm kind of curious. No. Here, I love this. I love this exercise because I think there's a reasonable argument for all four, really and truly. I think it, I think it's almost like a Rorschach test mm-hmm. of like what you value. Yeah. What is most important to you? That if you want big cities, mm-hmm. if if having the biggest most important cities, undoubtedly in my opinion, it's Region Two. Yeah. You get New York. You get uh, Toronto. You get Toronto. Chicago. Do you, do you get Philadelphia? Yes. You get Philadelphia. You get Boston. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get Chicago. You get uh, you get Detroit. You get all these big, big, big cities. Mm-hmm. Oh, you actually, no. Philadelphia is inside four, just barely. Mm, okay, yeah, barely. Try the line. No Philadelphia. Um, if you value um, kind of wide open spaces, I would say, yep. with also a few, a handful of really nice. West Coast cities. Yep. Region one is definitely the play for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you get all of Wyoming. You yep. get Montana. You get a lot of wide open spaces. Plus Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, uh, wine country. If you're into that kind of stuff, um, you get all that. If you're into, how would we characterize Region three? I, I mean, I, I think me. Well, and you Max can reveal you, your picks if you want. Uh, okay. Yeah. Me and okay. Max picked yeah. three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think the reason why is because it's the best of everything. Yeah. You get the cities, you get the wide open spaces, you yeah. get the great parks, yeah. you get the diversity and culture and diversity yeah. of cities. Mm-hmm. 
and you get the diversity in weather as well because you could go to the west coast live nice yep. 70s 80s yep. you can go to texas get the yep. heat yep. you can go to arizona new mexico get the cold when it's cold food's good too food's great food's colorado great. you get yep. denver like mm-hmm. i think three again this is biased because it's my pick i think three's description is the best of kind of okay. everything and three is my pick as well but it's all those reasons plus i'm obsessed with national parks yeah, i yeah. love the american national parks and here's what you get uh not just great scenic cities plus national parks this is what's included in that list joshua tree white sands the petrified forest great sand dunes zion mojave uh death valley aspen telluride durango taos the grand canyon sedonia sedona monument monument valley I mean, if you're into uh, the great outdoors like I am and you love deserts, mm-hmm. you, you can't beat it. Okay. I'm sorry. That's my I choice. Think, I think Region 3 is a great choice. Yeah. I think Region 3 is a great choice. It's not my choice. Yeah. Well, <laughs> not my choice. Yeah. Oh, by the way, let's best. Uh, I do want to uh, El Paso and Denver on three. I don't care about Correct. the line. That's true. Yeah. Region, yeah. Yeah, no. Like, Den- you, get, you get Denver yeah. and El Paso. Yeah. So. And Dallas, by the way. DFW? Yeah, and DFW. DFW. Yeah, of course. We take that for granted. Now, yeah. can I pose a question to both of you? Because I'm curious uh, your perception of our audience. Mm-hmm. The audience is running away with one region. I know which one it is too, and and they don't think it's close. I think I, it, I think they say it's region four. Ishmael, I'm gonna say three because I think that you they do still get a slice of Texas in three. You're giving them too much credit. It's four. It's four. It's I'm four. telling you, region four. four is the right yeah. answer. It's in my four. opinion, region four is the right answer, yeah. and here's why. Yeah, I think you get a, a you get the most diversity of places in region four Mm -hmm. for example um you get legit big important cities Mm -hmm. you get atlanta you get houston you get you get austin you get miami you get miami you get washington dc you get philadelphia you get um you get let's see st louis charlotte you get st louis and kansas city those are in my opinion second tier cities but that's fine kansas city's nice You get Nashville. You get Nashville. You get Memphis. You get a lot of legit big cities. You also have, in my opinion... New Orleans. You get New Orleans, which I think is a huge thing. Giving up Mm -hmm. New Orleans is tough for me. It's tough. You get great beaches. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you get you a get, lot get, of beaches. That is why. That's why I think Region Two is like a. I think, like, in my opinion, get, that's you, the last. I'm going to say you get a lot of beaches. You get a lot of beaches. I wouldn't <laughs> say great. Great. You get Florida beaches. Oh, you, you get. I I would say you get Carolina beaches too. <sighs> Carolina beaches. You get Texas beaches. Those are good beaches. You get Texas beaches. Texas beaches just counts as a lot of beaches. You I get, mean, you get Mexico. Beaches? Actually, you know what? No, we're wrong because that includes Hawaii. Uh huh. Okay. You, okay. You also get Hawaii. You get great beaches. You get great beaches. There's that. Um. I think I think it's got to be I think you get the most value for region 4. I think yeah. you get the most diversity of things. Plus, and here's the kicker. Yeah. You know where I'm going with this. Yeah. You get Big Bend. Yeah. You get Big Bend. And so as as also a yeah. national parks snob, yeah. I will take Big Bend plus Appalachia and the Alaska. V- and Alaska, the yeah. various wildernesses of there uh, in region 4 uh, over there. It's close. Region 3 is my runner up. Mm-hmm. But Region four is my pick uh, for for which region. I think it's also, and I think uh, we kind of had this discussion in our Slack too. It also depends on if you're pro LA. Oh, that's yeah. a big that's thing. A big, Me and Max are very we pro are very, LA, very pro LA guys. And very so pro, we're like, LA. oh yeah, sure, I'll yeah. take Los Angeles. I love Los Absolutely. Angeles. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So it depends on if you want LA. Um, you also get San Diego, depending yeah. on what you think of San Diego. I think you yeah. get the best parts of California. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think there's any question about that. In my yeah. opinion, yeah. I think yeah. you get the best parts of California. Yeah. Um, low key. Region two, it is in my opinion, 
far and away last place. If you don't want the cities, I don't. There's it's, no diversity. It's too cold. Like it's too cold, but it's you also cold. it's too cold, and you just get cities. And I love New York. And, I live there. I right. miss it. I would go back in a heartbeat. I still wouldn't pick. Regions. And I like yeah. Chicago. Yeah. Right. I like Chicago. I like New cold. York. Yeah. Um. I think that the underrated parts of that region are the Canadian cities. Yeah. You get Toronto mm-hmm. and Montreal. I've right. never I've not been, but I've heard Toronto is a dope place. I've yeah. heard Montreal is awesome. Yeah. Um, but it's just metropolis. It's just much. Metro- it's, it's like unless you really just demand a bunch of big cities, mm-hmm. that's not it. Yeah. Um, region one's interesting. Region one's a wild card, and I think that's going to appeal to a very certain kind of person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that you get, you do have a fair amount of big cities. You get San Francisco, region, which is fine. If, look, if you don't like people, yeah. Region one's your winner. Region one's a winner. <laughs> <laughs> you get if, Winnipeg. If, if you don't like people, Ooh. if you don't like people and you love hippies, yeah. Region one is what here's you are. A, here's about. and here's the other thing. You get Seattle. Yeah. You get Portland. Seattle's great. Yeah. Portland's okay. You get Vancouver. Vancouver's pretty good. Vancouver's great. Yeah. But to me, it takes a very specific kind of person. You also mm. get Bismarck, Pierre, and Cheyenne. But you get you Ooh. get Yellowstone. You do get Yellowstone, but here was my thing with the national parks thing, right? Mm-hmm. What's one of the best parts about going to Big Ben when you go? The, There's nobody there. Yeah. The solitude. Everyone's yeah. at Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. Everyone's at Yellowstone. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. at Yosemite. In in region one, you get you get Yellowstone, you get Yosemite, and they're amazing. But you're also gonna deal with all the people that are there all the time. I think I think region four and region three yeah. are close. But what puts it over the top for me is Big Bend plus Hawaii and Alaska. Those are the things that push yeah. it over the top. Uh, uh, we have we have multiple objections by the audience, and okay. I can uh, I can appreciate it. one of the objections Brent Homan has brought up, and and Rob Hadaway as well. Hawaii they feel should not be part of Region Four. Uh, more uh, Alaska either. If you're going to make this argument, they think it should be part of Region Three. Why? Right? Because if you keep drawing the axis out, right? Mm, I don't, where? What is? Uh-huh. What, so what one Hawaii. Line? So Hawaii the, should be part of three then. Right. If you cross section the United States as this seem thing seems to yeah. want to, right? Because this is transposing Hawaii and Alaska onto this map. Right. It's fit. basically. But if you keep it on the globe, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling up. Yes. I'm pulling up a map right now. I, yeah. I, 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 I'm. I'm Man, guys, one Hawaii, should be one should be Alaska, guys, three no, should be but, Hawaii. But essentially, the argument is, guys, look, Hawaii is a lot farther south than you think. Well, no, no, but that's not the point. The point, what they're basically saying, is that you should be cross-sectioning the the country into basically you, you an X in the middle, and then right. you go out in divisions from there. Right. Right. It's like slice like a pie. Right. That's the argument. Is that it shouldn't mm. be this 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 is a very gerrymandered region four right. is what they're right, saying right right yes yes <laughs> they go region four kind of sucks let's throw in Austin and South Texas right that's what this map is saying right that's their argument someone drew this map and they went oh well, no, no, I no. Think, well here's no one thing. will ever pick this region well, that's, if it doesn't no, include but that's, more no 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 Texas. but that's the thing the thing is I think that it is a, that's why I think it's a great map no, if no, I may no you're right I because these are the rules because these are the rules and no, I what i it. like about yeah. the map is that i do yeah. think that they are pretty evenly divided right is that there is right. an argument that for example i i agree if you removed the texas parts of it of region four of region four plus lose, hawaii and alaska you're gonna lose all these texans that are like no brainer man no yeah. no absolutely yeah. to me yeah. and you're lo- you'd lose me yeah i'd be like no nah, it's just not worth it like yeah. i mean I, my wife would be very mad because she's from st louis but like no i'd be like <laughs> yeah. i'd probably i'd be on region three with you guys right but to me the Texas and that kind of makes it competitive, and mm-hmm. that's why I take uh, yeah. Region Four. So I hear your I hear your complaints. Second, I just overrule. Yeah, it's fine. Second points are just other factors people enjoy that the three of us would not rank very highly, as Brent Holman pointed out. If you like fishing, Region Four is the choice. 
That's mm. you get you get the Gulf. Yeah, you deep plus, sea fishing plus all the spots in, in here and hither and yon in that region. He's, that's that's what you want. It's not even close. Good fishing there. Uh, if you if you want football. Region three Re- or region four, four rather. Region, region four, four and it, they would murder everyone from all the other regions. Mm-hmm. SEC, yeah. Big Twelve. You get Ohio in region Ohio. four too. Yeah. You, get the, you get the best yeah. parts of. Uh, yeah. You get the best parts of, of the Big Ten. You get you get a lot of. Like, I get Missouri though. The region four football would murder get the worst people. parts of the SEC yeah. too. You get <laughs> yeah. the whole SEC. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. Um, so these are yeah. these are fair counter arguments. Yeah, I think that I don't know. To me, I would say. I uh, again, I'm gonna stick for I'm team four. Mm-hmm. I understand team three, hundred yeah. percent. The people I don't understand, I'm gonna need an, I'm gonna need somebody to explain to me if you're gonna take team two. Like I just don't. You, you just, just gotta love you, big cities. You have to, yeah. You just have to love cold and just constantly in living bustle. in concrete jungles. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I can't do. I need. I want to have the option. If I'm gonna stay there for the rest of my life, I need the option of like I'm gonna go away for a bit. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just like so. What you do is you go like Vermont, and right, I've heard you go Vermont's, to northern New York. I've heard like, Vermont's lovely, but <laughs> Vermont is awesome. Yes, but, but I, just I can't. wouldn't trade it for the places in three or one. Right, no, you so go to absolutely. Maine. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, weigh in. Um, I think we're, are we gonna put this on on Twitter on YouTube rather. Uh, yeah, I guess I don't know. <laughs> sure we can. Not anyway, for, not, not very, if not, yeah. or tweet us at DCTF. Yeah, Let us know which right. which team do do hashtag Team One, hashtag Team Two, hashtag Team Three, or hashtag Team yeah. Four. Um, and before we go, yes. uh, I know that probably includes most of our final thoughts. But and now we go to Max Thompson yeah, for America's right. second favorite segment, final thoughts. Yeah, I know. Hold on one second. Okay. Uh, it's time for final thoughts. There it is. There's the graphic. <laughs> All right. So we were talking last week. Brent Holman's like, "Hey, I'm just keep running into famous coaches out on the lake." Yeah. So, he, so here he sent me these photos. Here he is, uh, selfie with Coach Jack Alvarez, Copper <laughs> uh, State champion, state champion coach, coach at Ennis. And then uh, you know, then oh yeah, oh Joe Drennan's just out here too. Here's him and Joe Drennan, who of course won a title at Mineola. Is now at Hallsville, correct? Yes, Hallsville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just just stumbling into. He also ran into Steve Wells out there. Liberty Jeez. Ilo just just re- just just stepped down at Liberty Ilo. A lot of good coaches, uh, and I don't know if it's good or bad that Brent's hanging out with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, just, it's probably bad news for both sides. Maybe we just need to fish more. Yeah, I guess so. I guess, I mean, the, yeah, that's the we can really yeah. hook these coaches. Yeah, <laughs> no. oh. I did it. Uh, yes. No. Yes. No. 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 We don't condone yes. that act. Yes! And on that note, I am turning Greg's microphone off for the rest of the show. We will see you guys uh, tomorrow. No, no, no. no. You've, res- you've lost the right. The camera is no longer going to be on you. Nope, it's too late. Your mic's turned off. See you tomorrow, guys.